Where you lead, I will follow, Mistress Megan. <laughs> I, I mean... hope. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I making you nervous? Because I know it's your first show. Because <laughs> you're on my first show. <laughs> Save it for the show. podcast about movies and sex but not together because that would be porn today (laughs) i am recording in ice station c it is cold but we've got the space heater going and with me today i have sassy from the most popular girls in the internet hello (laughs) you do such a nice quiet sexy voice i'm gonna sound like a big dork sorry (laughs) And eventually it's just going to lead to giggling. Yes. So. <laughs> so if you don't like giggling, we apologize in advance, but oh well. But I thought she would be a fitting first guest, and <laughs> she's the one who got me into the whole podcast. Yes. Gig. Just through weird Facebook sharing, I think. Facebook sharing. Um, Hot men. Yep. Sexy voices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then coming on your podcast yes i'm like you're hooked i'm reeling you in baby <laughs> and i was definitely hooked mm-hmm. so now everyone can hear that sexy voice oh yeah baby Oops. sorry <laughs> first rule of podcasting turn your phone down <laughs> i thought the first rule of podcasting was drink <laughs> The most professional part of podcasting. Yes. Drinking. And we are. A little Southern Comfort and ginger ale this evening. And that delicious shot. Mm-hmm. Ah. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Megan's a lightweight, so I'm going to get her rip-roaring by the end of the show. She's like, thanks for listening. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to sabotage me. <laughs> Fucking bitch. I'm the most popular girl on the internet. <laughs> Not anymore, bitch. <laughs> so, 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 yes. <laughs> well, we just had Thanksgiving here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. yesterday. How did yours go? Mine was okay. My mother in law made chicken. Chicken. Not turkey. Not turkey. Did she at least make stuffing? Yes, because stuffing is my absolute favorite thing, and I, she probably knows there would have been a revolt <laughs> if there wasn't stuffing. <laughs> no, beggars can't be choosers. You know, she's making the meal, but I don't know. It was just sad because she's a really, like, really good cook, but they're kind of dieting now, so we had kind of diet. <laughs> diet thanksgiving dinner which is just an oxymoron <laughs> what the hell <laughs> so. 
Meanwhile, I had like my grandmother's, you know, the full fat gravy where they just yeah. add the, mm. <laughs> the cornstarch or flour to thicken it. And oh. Yeah, very good. Yeah, so I mean, it was nice to be around family and stuff, but I was kind of sad that it was chicken. A nice little break. But... Yeah. <laughs> But not from the turkey. That should—that's just wrong. I love Thanksgiving, though. It's probably my favorite holiday because it's just about. I mean, okay, so I ignore all the shopping stuff. Thank but, goodness. <laughs> so for me, Thanksgiving is about being thankful and being around people that you like and love, and I don't know. I'm very happy in Perky. <laughs> I was going to say, that's why you've continued that today with me. Yes. <laughs> and it's a four-day weekend. It's like the Friday after Thanksgiving. It's like free day. For you. Know? you. Oh, that's right. You had to work, didn't you? I did. It was my final day on my current position. So ah, This is true. So I'm sure you worked very hard. Oh, incredibly hard at cleaning out my desk. <laughs> and talking to the other poor co-workers who had to be there. Exactly. All four of us. <laughs> oh, God. Why? See, my company, they just give it us a holiday. So, because, I mean, what's the point of being an open end? Stupid. <laughs> well, especially when so many other companies are closed, there was really nothing we could do yeah. or get done today. So. Yeah, exactly. You're just paying people to do nothing. <laughs> And so. yay for that. <laughs> and there was my hosting cost for the month. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is true. This is true. But anyway. Yes. So um, we decided that today we would cover the movie The Wicker Man from 1973. This was my choice. <laughs> it was. Because it's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so it was directed by Robin Hardy, and it has Christopher Lee in it. Mm, so you know it's good. It's got Christopher Lee in it. I mean, he's awesome. It's got to be good. Saruman. <laughs> Saruman. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Yes, we're just a little bit geeky as well. <laughs> Our choice of odd and unusual movies. So yes, it was nice that you introduced that movie, as I had never seen it before. Mm -hmm. It's a classic. <laughs> and yet I've never seen it. <laughs> I guess I need to work on my well, British you, history, right? You did movies. say this was like the house of firsts because I keep like, you know, you had your first Southern Comfort tonight. Yep. And you had your first ginger ale another night. Yes. And yes, the first time. Maybe someday you'll lose your virginity here, Megan. <laughs> Please, someone pop my cherry. <laughs> and I'm if, so sweet and innocent. <laughs> and if you believe that, I've got a bridge. <laughs> so, Wicker Man, what's the story of Wicker Man? All right. It's about a police sergeant who is sent to an island to investigate a missing girl named Rowan. Mm -hmm. And it takes place on in Scotland on a little island where most of the women are very beautiful and have like French or uh, like um, Romanian accents. I noticed. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, and the most original thing about it is that it's named Summer Isle. Yes. <laughs> well, so the, the inhabitants of Summer Isle are pagan. And this sergeant is very Christian, and so he goes to investigate 
uh, a missing girl. Like he he got an anonymous letter saying that this girl was miss had been missing for several months, and so he goes to investigate it, and he has to you know <clears throat> see all these pagan rituals and all this freaky stuff. Ask a lot of questions. And dig into their secrets. He's very Christian. And I'm not sure when they made the movie if the pagans were supposed to seem very scary because they were so not Christian. But I just wanted to hang out with the pagans. I was going to say the whole time I was thinking, you know, it's damn good to be a pagan. (laughs) (laughs) All the rituals seem to involve orgies or dancing around naked. Pounding on the walls. The other thing I noticed, though, right away was the amazing music. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Corn rigs and barley rigs. <laughs> it's it's so funny because it's such a early 70s movie because it has, well, it has sex in it where, you know, that was just the time when you were starting to be able to show sex on film. So it's very and different than now. It's, I don't know, it's usually a little more realistic. <laughs> Then these weird, these yeah, these weird staged motions while nude or half nude. (laughs) I'm gonna stop and strike a pose. Vogue, Vogue, Vogue. Yes, (laughs) but also the music is so. That was what made it confusing on whether or not you're supposed to hate the pagans because they would show them, and instead of like spooky music or something, it would be like. La la la, this happy, like, hippie playing the fields music. Right, everybody's free. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's frolic. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So many, so many wonderful songs. And there's actually probably like four or five where they actually sing him on out i was gonna say especially you know even when he first comes into town and mm-hmm. you know he's going um to the inn and finding a place to stay yeah. and gets introduced to willow show the to his much has been said of the strumpets of yore Oh, when she sent for the house queens by the score But I sing all the baggage that we all adore The landlord's daughter You'll never love another Although she's not the kind of girl to take home to your mother <laughs> is lively and strong to the test. It is brought with discretion, never with haste. You can have all you like if you swear not to waste. The landlord's daughter, and when her name is mentioned, the parts of every gentleman do stand up at attention. (laughs) The landlord's daughter. I kind of wanted to be in that pub singing with them, honestly. <laughs> She's gorgeous. I, she, I think she was a model at the time. I could believe don't, it. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> well, her, but I was going to say her different. eyes, but then you kind of yeah. notice something else as the yeah. movie goes on. <laughs> yeah, so are, are we going to do like a, more of a scene by or piece by piece examination? Or... <laughs> <laughs> we can Ooh. you know there there will be uh, spoilers but you know yes hopefully all of you unlike me have seen this movie <laughs> <laughs>
or happy to hear us ramble about it because it's pretty cool. It is very cool. So, <laughs> having having been to Scotland though, they had very weird accents. I'm not sure that wasn't Scottish. Well, no, I think they were, but I don't know if they made them very very light Scottish accents, so it was easier to understand. Oh, or something like that. I think that must have been what they did. Are you going to give me like your best Scottish accent? <laughs> no. <laughs> this right here is my best Scottish accent. <laughs> I could say, okay, the one thing I always try to get Scottish people to say, because number one, it's funny because they usually trip up on it, and number two, because it's sexy because I like rolled R's, it is purple burglar alarm. (laughs) What? Purple burglar alarm. It sounds like you're giving a blowjob right now. I'm just an observation. If you ever talk to a Scot, have him say purple burglar alarm. See what it's like. I will do that the next Scot I come across. <laughs> yeah, so the accents, they, they obviously, like, toned them down a little bit so you wouldn't, you know. Yeah, but they try to give you the scene, you know, the scenery and the other stuff yeah. coming in to give you a yeah, it's a, a nice feel. little village. It was filmed on location in Scotland, so it actually is Scotland. And, uh... You know, I love I love me some Scotland, so <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Oh yes. Anybody <laughs> listen to my show, you'll know I have a secret fetish for Scottish accent. I'll or keep not, the Brits. Not you can so have, secret. <laughs> you, you can keep the Scots, we'll all be good. <laughs> We're dividing up your countries as we speak. <laughs> I'm not giving away England. <laughs> you can have Wales. <laughs> We gotta share England. All right, all right, fair enough. <laughs> Maybe they could In share Ireland. Us. I don't know. I could take Ireland. <laughs> wow, that went deep right there. <laughs> In more ways than one. Oh, uh, uh, all, all right. right. So, yeah, speaking of Willow, yeah, we had the landlord's daughter, but then, mm-hmm. you know, he goes up to rest and we have that real intense scene. Yeah. So it's like the landlord's daughter is going, is, okay, so he arrives and he talks to these old men asking, you know, has, have you seen it? And you can tell that, you no, know, there's something up. Yeah, they're definitely lying. From- yeah. And then <laughs> he goes in the pub. And they're all kind of weird. It's like... Well, it's silent the minute he walks in. Which, for okay, starters. have you ever been to a bar in a small town? Yeah, oh, yeah. When everyone stops and stares. stops and turns to the door so he sees who's coming in. <laughs> so that's realistic. <laughs> but they're all kind of... You don't really know... Because you don't know. Are, you, are they evil? Are they just think he's weird because he's an outsider you know because the, because the sergeant is so like he has such a stick up his ass oh my god yeah <laughs> they're like whatever and so they're singing the landlord's daughter and he just thinks this is terrible lewd behavior and then later that night he goes up to his room and the, the landlord's daughter willow she has the room next to him 
And this like seductive song starts. Yeah, playing. they start playing it downstairs and oh when she reaches up and like knocks against yes. the wall. And that she, was fucking naked, sexy. Right? She's in the bed and she's naked and she's knocking the wall and her little boobies are jiggling. As she knocks. <laughs> yes. yes. And she does this whole song where she's like up against the wall and grinding her butt back and forth. They're grinding door to door. <laughs> And it's causing him to work up a sweat. Oh, but he's a virgin. He doesn't believe in giving himself before marriage. And he's engaged, so you just don't do that. So he fights it off. He fights it off. He prays. He prays the sexy horniness away. (laughs) (laughs) And goes out the next day with renewed fervor to root these pagans out. Right. Including all those fucking liars in the school. <laughs> I know, the school scene. I mean, so he goes out and he sees like all these boys around a maypole and they're singing another song <laughs> <laughs> about the circle of life, <laughs> but it's not from The Lion King. In the woods there grew a tree, and a fine, fine tree was he. And on that tree there was a limb, and on that limb there was a branch, and on that branch there was a nest, and in that nest there was an egg, and in that egg there was a bird, and from that bird a feather came, and of that feather was a And seeds cause trees, evidently. Yeah, from the seed grew a tree. I don't know. <laughs> But the, yes, the importance of the phallic symbol. Yes, so then you transition to the schoolroom where the girls are learning about the phallic symbol. And they are in a fervor when you first get in there. (laughs) (laughs) And the cop sees this and he's just aghast that they're learning about penises. (laughs) Indecency. Contributing to the (laughs) indecency of a minor. Oh, yes, it's terrible. He's going to haul them all back to the main island. So basically, I mean, he kind of goes from person to person and, you know, they kind of like give him the shaft a little bit about what's going on. And he talks to the the girl's supposed mother, but she's like, I don't know who that is. And Yeah, the classmates don't know who she is. Yeah. The teacher has never heard of that child. Yeah. But then it does kind of come out that. Yeah. So finally he goes you know. to like the registrar to get her death certificate because he figures out she died i can't remember the the teacher oh yeah yeah yeah. because they don't say death yes (laughs) that she wasn't dead because they believe she was reborn as a march hare oh oh yeah yeah Mm. (laughs) so then he has to go to see lord summer isle (laughs) to get permission on summer isle (laughs) on summer isle to get permission to exhume the body to see if she was murdered Lord Summerhill <laughs> is played by Christopher Lee. He has a very poofy hairdo. 
<laughs> and yes. as he goes out to see, as he goes out to see the see Lord Summerlisle, he passes this ritual of these young girls who are naked and they're jumping over fire. And then there's pregnant women in the apple blossoms. I was going to say roaming through the orchard very nicely. And stuff, you know, spreading fertility. All around. And uh, Uh, part of that, yeah, is kind of dancing around and leaping over the fire. And I love, you know, he asks him if, you know, he was, you know, entranced by the young women. And (laughs) no, of course not. You know, like, okay, so here's the quote I will read unless you put the scene in. But... Um, let's see. So this is the middle of a con- conversation, but the sergeant says, religious with ruined churches, no ministers, no priests and children dancing naked. Lord Summer Isle, they do, they do love their divinity lessons. And Sergeant Howe says, but they are naked. And Lord Summer Isle says, naturally, it's much too dangerous to jump through fire with your clothes on. <laughs> Well, it makes perfect sense now. <laughs> but, you know, of course, Lord Summer Isle is kind of creepy, too. But he tells the whole history of the Isle and yes. how it came to be this, like, pagan center and how they worship these gods and have their and apple the, trees. The and, scientific yeah. aspect of bringing in new varieties of fruit to the island yes. so that they can prosper. And they were in, like, this unique location where... Because, you know, they're like in the northern part of Scotland, but somehow they have palm trees. Yeah, I noticed that as well. (laughs) But. Is that a natural part of Scotland? Did you see those when you were there? They said it was all filmed on location, so I don't know. Although in London, sometimes you do see like smaller palm trees in in, like landscaped gardens and stuff. So, you know, it's possible in the south, but I don't think up along the northern coast of scotland or the probably i don't know if it was east or west coast but um but i think there well he explained that by saying there was some kind of like gulf stream that came through and and brought like this warm warm air the the warm breeze temperate (laughs) summer breeze (laughs) take me away (laughs) (laughs) that's calgon Anyway, yes, yeah. So Lord Summerall, he he gives the permission to exhume the body. Yes, and so they uh, they go to the cemetery. And what I wanted to know is why in the middle of the night? I mean, you had permission. Yes. Why would you not just do it during the broad daylight? <laughs> yes. I mean, you're not being fucking no. sneaky. He knows you're doing it. Well, just like when he asked permission, he's like, "Well, I thought you already. I had yes. already given it." it so funny because. <laughs> permission lord summer is like sure and then they go on for like an hour of walking through his gardens and explaining the whole history it's like he said yeah you could have just left then <laughs> so i actually thought it was really funny when lord summer is like i already thought i told you you could <laughs> dude chill the fuck out already <laughs> get off my nuts 
So yes, they go and exhume, and they, you know, are opening the coffin, and alas, it's a hair. Yes, because she had turned into a hair. But um, there were some interesting uh, tombstones in the in the uh, cemetery as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As you made note of. Protected by ejaculate of serpents. Mm-hmm. Is that how your, is that what your tombstone is going to read? Yeah. I'm thinking <laughs> so. Many no. serpents. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm having a bad, bad visual. Let's go, let's go on with the movie. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm thinking of it, I'm like, oh, this isn't like Bukaki. <laughs> Bukaki grave. No! <laughs> That's going to be our next horror movie. <laughs> Coming <laughs> to a theater near you. Bukaki grave. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh God. <sighs> yes. <Yeah>, so <laughs> eventually he discovers that uh, the young girl is alive. And um, he, he, okay, so here we're getting into the ending. Yes. There is kind of a twist ending. So if you don't want to know what it is, then skip ahead to the next half or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so he discovers that the girl is alive on during their May Day rituals. Yes. And he believes she's been imprisoned and is to be sacrificed on May Day. In or yes, because the previous year they had not yeah. yielded much fruit. Yes. So, imagine that Scotland not <laughs> yielding much fruit. They were shocked. So, well, it's the first time since like the 1860s that they had a bad season, so. And it was that bitch's problem. So I now it, I think it was climate change. <laughs> Are we going to get Al Gore on here to talk about that? Great. No. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, he's reading about May Day rituals. And I thought it was hilarious me. that he goes to the local library on Summer Isle and is reading about these horrible sacrifice and bad pagan rituals. <laughs> like, I don't think they would have those books there. <laughs> Here's the secrets to all our town in one book condensed <laughs> all together. I know which book you're looking for. It's right here. Where the man where the man dances like um a horse and comes after young girls. Yes. <laughs> so it's basically like their their May Day rituals. It's a punch and judy, so it's like a guy with a big horse weird costume and a guy dressed as the fool. And then um, a she-male, so it's a guy dressed as a woman. And, of course, Lord Summerisle has to be that one. Oh, yeah. And we can't forget the, is it the Salmon of Wisdom? Yes. <laughs> There's just, like, some random guy. came. He's like, this is my costume. I'm going to be the Salmon of Wisdom. Yay! <laughs> <Okay>. Who knew? <laughs> so, yes, he thinks that during the celebration mm-hmm. that they are going to perform a human sacrifice mm-hmm. at the end to have a better harvest the following year. Yes. <clears throat> he knocks out a guy and, and takes and ties him up and takes the fool costume so he can go in disguise. Another funny part is, so they're going in this procession, right? La la la. And he's in the fool. And of course the fool has 
you know, like an old timey get up, right? And so he has a stick with basically a balloon on it. But in the olden days, that would be a bladder from an animal that was blown up like a balloon, right? That is just disgusting. Did you ever read, read, uh, this is a digression, but Little House on the Prairie, the books? Yes, I did. In one of those, they talk about, like, when they slaughtered the pigs, one of the exciting parts was that they got the bladder to play with as a ball. Yes. (laughs) Now that I remember that, I'm scarred from childhood. (laughs) But one of the funniest quotes, too, is there's Lord Summerisle dressed up as this creepy witch lady, sort of. I don't know. He kind of looks like Cher. A little bit, a little bit. But a little paler. If if the Wicked Witch of the West and Cher had a baby, it would look like Lord Summerisle. It would look like Christopher <laughs> Lee dressed as a woman. <laughs> and he's like... And strangely, you don't even question it. And he's like... The, so he's uh, the sergeant is like you know just walking along weird and he's like cut some capers man use your bladder <laughs> yes <laughs> oh uh, so yeah but but see then yeah I think about as well then when they get to the end and they're just sitting there and the, so they get to the ritual spot yeah and the horse does its little dance. Yeah. <laughs> And they entwine their swords like scissor sisters into yeah, a, <laughs> yeah, to a star that well, represents the sun. Um, but yeah, everyone has to go through and they're just going, chop, chop, <laughs> yes. chop, chop. It's like, Everybody chug, 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 chug. <laughs> Everybody has to go through and stick their heads in the swords to see if they're the ones to get their head chopped Chop. off or something. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a great prank that girl played. <laughs> Once again, I thought the pagans were having a lot of fun. It looked like a good thing. <laughs> Those pagans, they know how to party. I know, damn. And meanwhile, you've got the uptight Christian just sitting there trying to rain on their parade all day. Yeah. <laughs> so they stop and they see Rowan at the top of this mountain, well, like a hill kind of there. They're down by the so, sea. It's all crazy. Yes, and, and so she's in the opening to a cave, mm-hmm. and he spots her, and he can, you know, he tries to fight it, but he can no longer <laughs> stay hidden in yes. this fool costume. <clears throat> yeah, he runs up to her, and she's like, oh, help me, help me. Oh. And... I love the music again. The music <laughs> during the chase scene. It was like 70s car chase music as they're running through this cave. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm pretty sure this is the way. <laughs> they should have just thrown some Betty Hill in there and been done with it. <laughs> So they come out the other side of the yes. cave. He's thinking mm. they've escaped uh, to another part of the island. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yes. And then it's, oh, I didn't remember it being like this. And uh, Yeah. <laughs> and he turns around and there's Lord Summer Isle and Willow and Lord Summer Isle's wife, right? I, yeah, believe, I think. Blonde, other blonde chick, yeah. You didn't see her much. Yeah, she was just at the manor for a little bit singing weird songs and... Yes, and getting so- rabbits thrown at her. <laughs> <laughs> well, singing—that's what it happens to me every Friday night. <laughs> so we've been throwing rabbits around here yeah. all evening, you know. Yeah, totally. It's what you do. Um, <laughs> but yes, and so you know, they kind of let him know that 
um, well, he thinks he's freed her, first yes. of all. And instead, she runs to them. Yes. And embraces them. At which yes. point he realizes something isn't quite right. And Rowan is like, did I do it right? Like, you did it beautifully. Hooray! Hooray! Yes. Yes. So he, you know, turns around to see the entire village now surrounding yes. him. And he's on a cliff. He can't get away. There's just like, you know, the sea and a big cliff down to the sea or going through the villagers who are all standing there with creepy animal masks I was going to say the creepy animal masks. Now, this is an aside, too, but didn't I kind of remind you of, like, Adam, how he, our friend Adam, how he'll throw on, like, (laughs) weird animal masks. (laughs) Well, his Facebook post picture is now him with a pigeon mask on holding two turkey legs. (laughs) That's disturbing. (laughs) And I think that's the point. (laughs) But yes, they Uh, all, I noticed that they had the creepy masks on, because they had the creepy masks on as well as when he, you know, this is going back, but when he went out, because he was going to, you know, leave, and he went to go try Mm -hmm. to start his plane, and these little animals are hiding (laughs) (laughs) behind the wall. I know. I'm like, we need to make masks, like, though, because they were... You know, they were kind of paper mache masks, but they had, I think, probably real fur glued on them. Yeah. Yeah. So they were super and ant- creepy. And antlers on some of them. Like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, were- they were definitely creepy. Next Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that could be our theme for Khan, Wicker Man. <laughs> it doesn't really fit with the whole theme. Urban fantasy, but eh, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> it's urban for Scotland, bitches. <laughs> So, then we come to the ending. Oh, that was an intense scene where he's <laughs> sitting out there. That is where you really see the contrast between like the paganism and yes. Christianity and as he's shouting out to yes. to Jesus and to God and Well, they they bring him down. This big guy kind of knocks him down and 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 holds up they anoint him as a king. He was a fool and now he's a king and they Tell him all the reasons why they chose him, and it was all really just they set him up. You know, they all of them were in on it to get him there because he was a virgin, and he led them there by his own deductions. Yes, yes. and he was a virgin. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and he was a Christian, and so he turns around and he's like, "Oh my God!" And you see this giant man built out of wicker, and it's probably like two stories high. It is giant. It is huge, and it's filled with animals. Yes. So where the heart is, it's open, but all the limbs and everything have like ducks and goats and pigs, pigs, and- chicken, sheep. Yeah. And he's just like, "No, no!" And Lord Samuel is like, "You." will be a martyr you will be sitting you'll be sitting with the saints yes because because that's a better sacrifice than children (laughs) (laughs) sometimes a child will do but sometimes the right adult is better (laughs) sounds like a pedophile comment right there Okay, I just found the actual quote. A little child is even better, but not nearly as effective as the right kind of adult. <laughs> the right kind. 
which obviously they didn't think the right kind was, you know, a virgin. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, the goddess, she wanted a virgin. So the movie ends with them lighting the Wicker Man on fire, and you slowly hear the animals screaming, and oh, and the smoke coming around him, and the way they made his lips get darker yeah. and redder. And oh. he was, you know, praying to God. Put me out of mind forever. Let me not undergo the real pains of hell, dear God. Because I die unshriven. And establish me in that bliss which knows no ending. Through Christ, our Lord. It was then a, the wicker man falls over and the head falls and that is the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, it was so intense though. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it since I picked it. <laughs> yes, I was really glad. I have a feeling yeah. with this podcast I'll be introduced to a lot of different movies, some of which yeah. I will love and um i'm sure if you oh, it'll will. be interesting if you have somebody on where you don't like the movie don't be afraid to not like a movie that's right <laughs> that'll be fun give my honest opinion yeah. i fucking hated that movie well, <laughs> no you know, there's a way to do it tactfully <laughs> <laughs> tact is my middle name <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> i think you are a pretty tactful person i however am not so <laughs> so you're speaking from experience yeah. that is what you're saying exactly. <laughs> Oh, I am glad you like it. I like I like a lot of seventies movies. I I don't know. I I like it was so it was such an interesting time early early seventies late sixties because it was very creative and there were a lot of restrictions removed and so you do get like the weird sex. Sometimes it's a little too weird, like too long, and you're just like, oh yeah. Well, like when she turned around when she was doing her like you know <laughs> erotic dance, erotic dance, and all of a sudden she's like. Making a little s- sign with her hand and like pushing it forward. Yeah. I, I didn't really know what that was. I wasn't really sure. Or the stop and turn like a model <laughs> to look at the camera. I do that during sex all the time. <laughs> when there's a camera. <laughs> You're not supposed to talk about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I don't know, I like, at that time, too, there was so much where, um, like, religion was in question, so even other horror movies where you have, like, The Exorcist. That's what I was just Omen, thinking about. Where there was just, like, all these weird, like, especially Catholic Church, I don't know what it was. Maybe because it's, so, it's so, you know, rigid, and there's so many rituals, like, there's kind yeah. of, you know, if you think about, yeah, The Omen and The Exorcist, it's kind yeah. of, too, about the whole ritual of it, mm-hmm. and... You know, the history of religion and all of that. Yeah. Tying in with. I was raised Catholic, it. so I'm kind of interested in that. And I think part of it had to do with 
in like the early 60s there was um it's called vatican II, and so there was like a revamp of a lot of the rules in the catholic church so i think maybe that breaking up is kind of like oh there's like conflict in the catholic church and that kind of filtered through into the 70s and i don't know and into public media perhaps yeah yeah Plus, it's kind of a closed society, which is always, you know, kind of questionable and people want to know what's going on. Yeah, the whole idea of, like, isolated communities and how they can get jaded to believe one thing. It's like like the start of cults. Lord Summer Isle! No! (laughs) Lord Summer Isle of Summer Isle. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, very original writing. Oh, yes. Oh, but yes, overall, thank you. Here, I'm going to toast Good. for introducing me to The Wicker Man. Yes, I would re- recommend anything from the 60s or 70s with Christopher Lee in it. It's generally cheesy goodness. Mmm, cheesy goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So yes, if you haven't seen Wicker Man, definitely go out and find it so obviously the wicker man is a good movie with a lot of sex so um (laughs) a lot of weird pagany sex (laughs) (laughs) pagany sex with animals i'm not really sure yeah hmm I mean, they had all that stuff sitting around, so... Well, yeah, you know they wore those masks more than just on May Day. (laughs) May Day! May Day! (laughs) Oh, definitely. But, you know, and even with the big... The big wicker man at the end, I mean... (laughs) So, that begs me to question, you know, like... What kind of sex toys do you think they have on Summer Isle? Hmm. See, I'm imagining like a, a kind of Blair Witches, Blair Witchy kind of shop. <laughs> the little things tied up in bundles, the little stick dildos. And <laughs> the dildos would have to be wooden, right? I mean, that's what I was just thinking. Wicker. I mean, you yeah. Know, along with that, I was kind of thinking like the whole like. Oh, man, you'd want it varnished really well. Otherwise, you'd get splinters. That would be bad. Oh, that would be so bad. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, I was picking those out for weeks. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to beat a girl with something, make sure it's well varnished. (laughs) And by beating, I hope you don't mean hitting them. I don't advocate violence. Yes. <laughs> As we giggle away. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely a lot of wood items. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think just the magical pagan aura would, would bring many, <laughs> many orgasms to Summer Isle. <laughs> do you think they have a lot of crystals? <laughs> yeah, they could do crystal. Crystal butt plugs and wooden dildos. Could they do vibrators of all? Because, I mean, they had modern technology there, but I didn't see, like, any telephones or anything, so... No, you really didn't, because they're isolated, so... Yeah. You could have, like, some kind of rattle or something that would kind of vibrate. I don't know. Hmm. Mm. Mm. (laughs) See, I'm going kinky with this with, like, little... (laughs) 
all tying up the little branches and twigs together. On the magic. Well, don't just go kinky in your head. Tell us. <laughs> you know, tying the twigs together for a nice little swatch or like almost oh, like a broom, you know, there, like a yeah. little kind of a cat and nine, nine tails or something. Exactly. Do. Yeah. Like a little bit of sting to go with the... <laughs> pleasure i'm sure they have like leather tanners on southern on summer isle (laughs) a little too much southern comfort for sandra (laughs) we're just getting comfortable that's the whole thing about it southern comfort baby (laughs) on summer isle this summer (laughs) you're just obsessed with summer isle now i really am (laughs) It would be so awesome to be on Summer Isle and be the pagan people. Okay, human sacrifice, that would kind of suck. But they only had to do it every very rarely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I mean, if they're all about sex and phallic symbols, I mean, don't you think they should have a sex shop? Yes, I I was, that's what I think, like, the Blair Witch would run (laughs) the sex shop (laughs) on Summer Isle. As wow. you were saying, the little bundles of twigs and stuff, that would be good. Hmm. I don't know. What would you name it? Oh. <laughs> twigs and berries. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it ties in with the whole, you know, yeah. earth and, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And fruits. <laughs> They were so concerned about their fruit. Yes, their apples. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. twigs and berries. Oh. Twigs and berries. That is the perfect. I can't come up. I can't beat that. There's. I can't come up with anything else. Sorry. No. It's the summer aisle twigs and berry shop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so <laughs> so you have any other uh, good sex shop names just in general that you could think of? I, um, I'm sorry. I saw you put this question out on Twitter and then I think and I'm like, fuck, what, what would be a good... See, I come from the land where they were all like named like ABC Adult Bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. one on the outskirts of my hometown is the ABC... See, oh, now it's going to bug me. I'm trying to think of the one, like, I I only know it's, like, kind of on the way down to, like, lacrosse and things, which mm-hmm. is very regional. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you drive and it was, you know, they're always seemed to be attached to truck stops for some oh, reason. Gee, I wonder why. We're very close to. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm thinking, like. The sweet spot, you know, where... Oh, uh, uh, yes. There's one in Minneapolis called Lickety Split. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Smitten Kitten. Yeah. Smitten Kitten. That's more of a woman's, woman's shop, I think. You know, a little more... Uh, yeah. A little it's... less grimy. <laughs> <laughs> a little less grimy, and they're a little more concerned about good quality sex toys, actually. Yeah. yeah. I haven't but... actually been there, but I've heard advertisements for it. <laughs> We should ask them if they want to advertise on your show. There we go. Free advertisement. No, not free. (laughs) What are you talking about? Well, you know, with as much as we're going to talk about sex on my show, we should Uh definitely get some, you know, 
could even get some of those pure romance consultants on board. Yeah. I see I've never been to a sex shop. And you know, like I guess what's the point at this point unless you need to buy like penis straws for a bachelorette party or something. <laughs> but you can do all that online too. <laughs> penis straws. All the things I would go to a sex shop for, I don't think penis straws would be one of them. <laughs> Well, you can get them there. <laughs> oh, so I guess that would be saying that, yes, I have been to sex shops before. Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't actually remember their names, though. I mean, other than the local. Well, local yeah, shops. Minneapolis has Sex World, the, you know, very original named Sex World. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, when I was down in, um, yeah, in Brisbane, I went to one that was like a sex shop and a sex theater. And I don't, uh, I don't remember the name, but I see. I have yeah. been to one. I was in Amsterdam, but I didn't really go there for the sex. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought that's why people went to Amsterdam. It's one of the reasons. <laughs> I went there to meet people I had met online. That's why I went there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm trying, but I didn't really. I don't know. You there in Europe when your head is used to American proportions and signage. When you go to a European city, it's really hard to see where stores are because the signage is so different. So you walk by and you see windows and displays, so you'd know, oh, this is a sex shop, but you wouldn't really know what the name was. But right, just because of where things are positioned, yeah, it's not yeah. as obvious as. In the U.S., well, where they've for, got to our eyes, anyways, <laughs> big blinking lights and flashing. <laughs> it needs to be the size of Walmart before we can actually see it. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say you're talking about the shop. Or... <laughs> well, with my, with my glasses off, yes, it would have to be the size of Walmart for me to see. It. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but you've definitely, I mean, you've been to pure romance parties with me where, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like the sex shop brought to you. <laughs> so for, I know Megan will have UK listeners. So pure romance over here is like Ann Summers in UK. And Ann Summers might be in Australia too. I'm not sure. Okay. I did see an Ann Summers shop in Glasgow. Oh. This last year. So they have like brick and mortar stores as yeah. well as we would call them. It looked like it was more lingerie. At least that was what was up in front in the window. I didn't actually go in because I didn't really need anything at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Glasgow and I really need a dildo right now. <laughs> you know, I bring my own. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> you, I mean, we are international travelers. We come prepared. Exactly. <laughs> We have discussed my fetish for the Scottish accent already. <laughs> I need some way to deal with that. <laughs> You're like, they're all around me right now. Ah, oh, they're coming in my ears. Oh. Purple burglar alarm. <laughs> or if they call you a dirty girl. <laughs> oh. Yeah, dirty, dirty girl. <laughs> See, that's my. I think we're gonna have to pause this podcast right now. Honestly, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Woo. 
Uh, so, have you had any weird experiences when, like, how often have you gone? Or every Tuesday at four. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's like when you have to go to comic books shops and you know, like, pick see, up the see what they've up. got in. <laughs> yes, no. I'm a nerd. Sorry. <laughs> Um, no, just on occasion. I mean, it tends to be just when I need something or want to, you know, see what's out there. But I definitely, um, at one of the local sex shops, yeah. uh, one day I did decide, yeah, randomly after work, by the way, <laughs> like, and it really was like a Monday or Tuesday at four <laughs> that, uh, it was, you know, I needed I really a- need that giant size tube of Astroglide. I don't stop at <laughs> before the weekend. <laughs> I hear they have it in five flavors. <laughs> so, so yes, I went um, seeking an item that I'll just say will remain unnamed. Okay, but you got to tell me after we're done recording. Oh, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> I thought there were no secrets on Screams and Moans, but I guess I was wrong. <laughs> oh, well, you can't just, you know, come all the way out and just shock them right oh, away. Oh, I see. It's the slow reveal, enticing them f- to come back for more. Exactly. You know, a little, yeah. a little shoulder, a little cleavage, and then, <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't yeah. give away all your tricks at once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I do it, boys. <laughs> so you're in the shop for a, a mystery item. A mystery item, which I'm, you know, I'm browsing around amongst, like, the butt plugs and the dildos and the lubes and mm-hmm. things. And on the first floor as well, there's a huge selection of videos. So there's kind of mm-hmm. the afternoon creepers in so there. So is an actual VHS just <laughs> I'm imagining. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure at this point we'd moved on to DVDs. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, it was a few years ago, but not that many years ago. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely before you bought most of them online. We'll put it that way. Okay. Um, Buy. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to fucking borrow it? (laughs) No, I'm going to go to Uport and watch it for free. (laughs) X Hamster, what other sites do we Um. Oh, we, these people better be paying us. No. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I can't find the item I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask one of the gentlemen working behind the counter. Mm-hmm. And so I nicely ask, you know, hi, I was just, you know, looking over here and I couldn't find this item. Mm-hmm. And uh, the item which shall not be named. <laughs> And um, so then he yells to his associate. So there's these guys who obviously have already been watching because mm-hmm. usually single women don't roam sex shops by yeah, themselves, yeah. especially at four o'clock in, in the <laughs> afternoon on um, Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> and instead of simply asking his associate, you know, his fellow mm-hmm co-worker he shouts across the store like it's a big store and so he's like hey where do we have the okay now everyone <laughs> turns to look because who the hell wants that <laughs> This is just evil to tell the story without telling what the item is. I know, but I'll, 
I'll hook you up with what the item is. So, it, yeah. It'll it'll be good. <laughs> and um yeah, so everyone's staring at me and yeah, I ended up having to go to the third floor, which people who are local will know what that means. But um <laughs> I don't know what that means. I haven't been there before. <laughs> so, um yeah, there's a specific theme on that floor. So, take what you will from that. So that was my embarrassing sex shop story. <laughs> And that's why I just have home parties now. Uh, yeah, I just had fun at the home party, so <laughs> we have we have a good time, definitely. Because you've had one, now I've had one, and our friend Anne has had one, so yeah. We've had the circle jerk of pure romance parties. <laughs> <laughs> and I always end up buying more than I should. Proud. <laughs> Just the body lotion, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the like, heart massager and the, you know... Platinum collection. <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't been able to afford the platinum collection yet, but... Mm. Oh, well. So, speaking of, uh, <laughs> yeah, collections, we should um, <laughs> have a little listen to our... Um, responses we got to the Twitter request. All right, sounds good. <laughs> Names for a sex shop. Um, I think you know, with the days of the uh, with the uh, Shelley Winters, should we call it? It's all gone a bit bland, hasn't it? It's more like an IKEA, especially with the sort of nondescript sort of latex creations they have in there what you need is a bit of personality what you need is a themed sex shop like a how about a pirate themed one long dong silvers yeah step aboard and get off your poop deck and enjoy these quality masturbation machines no i would like it i would be in there anyway you could get like, the themed pirate dildos like one like a giant cannon maybe no well a peg leg but it's just like a giant fisting device no i'd be in there anyway just yeah none of that poop deck stuff though no thank you hello there megan you've asked us some sex shop names i believe so i thought i'd give some to you myself i've come up with a fair few actually so uh prepare your ears for this um I come up with the sex box a bit like the xbox uh you could have the toy box as well um Alice in Wonderland themed, The Rabbit Hole. I thought that was a little bit fun. Um, Sinful City, which wasn't too bad. Uh, Super Freaks, which is uh, kind of nice. An Angels and Demons themed one, uh, just called Angels and Demons. Um, but my personal favourite would have to be a Doctor Who kind of themed one, uh, based on the word TARDIS. I thought you could have the Stardis, which is the sex toys and relevant discoveries in store. And obviously the tagline would have to be, it feels bigger on the inside. There you go. Hope you have a good show. Sex shop names. The Flange Factory. The Clunge Cabal. The Voluptuous Vivarium of venereal voodoo. Next for sex shops are sexual chocolate, G spot, and chocolate starfish. I am Megan, so you wanted the name of a couple of 
the sex shops oh there's not many around here but there is one i used to be a samaritan which is like people phone up when they're all stressed so there was a samaritan's office and next door to the samaritan well about two shots down from the samaritan store was one called good vibrations now i the good vibrations now i remember one um in a place called lee where i used to live and that was called come as you are and it was c-u-m come as you are and the last one i mean i can only think of a couple i bet there's one of these everywhere in the world but there was one i remember called hole in the wall that's about it that's all i can think of i bet there's booking millions out there <clears throat> anyway right hope that does <laughs> i'm sorry all i can think about is like singing when i hear like good vibrations <laughs> come as you are that was my favorite one as you were as i want you to be mm. <laughs> oh, those are good i liked them yes sexy voices Oh, of course, all the English accents. You Americans, get off your ass and send Megan some stuff. No shit. <laughs> I'm talking to myself, too, because she actually asked me to do something, but I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and she's still sitting on her ass, but she is on a podcast well, with I'm me here, right now. I'm, I'm doing the whole podcast instead of that little one. I, mainly, part of it is, obviously, I don't really have a lot of... The sex shop experience. (laughs) The sex shop experience. (laughs) I'd probably want to make some kind of geeky sex shop, you know? Kind of like when, yeah, we covered uh, the different sex, sexy toy names on uh, the most popular girls of the internet. Lovecraft. I think that would be a good name for a shop. Mm. We we did have a dildo named the the HP Lovecraft. Lovecraft. sorts of stuff you could have for the shop name too fun stuff for sure (laughs) (laughs) i do want to thank those uh that did send me a nice recording though so um yeah yes and speaking of for our next episode we're going to be looking to hear about the kinkiest place you've ever had sex so uh so and we will be judging you on how kinky it is (laughs) (laughs) So don't send us to your lame places. <laughs> don't listen to me. I don't run the show. She's listen not to even going to be here on no. the next episode. So, <laughs> or and a cheer goes up. <laughs> I was going to say, or ever again after that. <laughs> no, no. I'll look forward to having you back again. But um, yeah. it's always good to have that listener interaction. It's kind of one of the yeah. things I look forward to. So, yay, yay. Um, and where do they send those things? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Look at my awesome transition. That was a beautiful segue. <laughs> Special oh. for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, and they can send their responses to screamsandmoans at gmail.com. 
Nice. Yes. So, um, speaking of that, I think we'll uh, wrap up the show for now. It has been oh, a ton of fun recording <laughs> with you tonight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I might have to take a little moment to myself after the show. (laughs) I am pretty sexy. I can understand. Oh, just to calm down a little bit and take a little breather. I know. It's okay. (laughs) It's starting already. (laughs) Oh, so yeah, we'd, um, I'd love to hear from you. So, um. You can find me uh, on Twitter at Screams and Moans. Uh, we also have a Facebook page at facebook.com slash Screams and Moans. And of course, um, on our website at www.screamsandmoans.com. And where can they find you? Um, I am on a show called The Most Popular Girls on the Internet. It is... Um me and my friend Tara getting together every week and drinking and talking about geeky shit. So if you're into video games or like cheesy movies, sci-fi, fantasy, comics, all that good stuff, you can come and listen to us. Our We're on iTunes our, and our site is uh, tmpgoti.com. And we're on Twitter at TMPGOTI. <laughs> and my personal handle is Sassy Geek. So, yeah, Sassy Geek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so come on out and give us a listen and, and say hello. Yes, another great podcast. The one that actually uh, popped my podcast, Cherry. Woo-hoo, I'm so happy. So happy I got to you first. <laughs> I knew, I knew when you started talking with podcasters, I'm like, oh, soon, soon you will be ours. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's just going to be a podcast orgy. (laughs) Bukaki Grave. Bukaki Grave. Oh, no. And with that, I'd like to thank the following individuals who have offered me support and assistance with getting this show off the ground. The wonderfully eerie theme music today is by Mr. Davian Dent of the Bitter Sound and Strange Times podcasts. Artwork found on the Screams and Moans Facebook page by Dr. Norman Trousers. Sassy and Tara for their introduction to podcasting and their support of my ideas for the show. Ant-Man from Pile of Shame PC Podcast with his editing tips and tricks. At the Machine Pod on Twitter from Friday After Work Podcast for helping me get the whole web piece set up and running. And I have a whole host of lovely people who have been offering me feedback, advice, and support. I would like to thank particularly Wayne Crunchy Baglin, Matt Bubbles, Nigel Boydell from Uncle Arthur's Bullocks, Booze from Sweet Feathery Jesus, Gavin Maxwell, Justin Knowles, Steve from The Monkey Chunk Show, 
Jay from the Squarehead Kids, and David Forrest. Additionally, I want to thank all of my listeners today, and I look forward to hearing your responses to the sexy questions. If you like the podcast today, I ask that you please tell a friend, and don't forget to share us on Facebook and Twitter. And for all of that, I'd just like to say thank you. With that, everyone have a wonderful night. (laughs) Bye! Bye! A 90-year-old woman, proper frill, walks into a sex shop. And she's like, excuse me, young man. Uh, Do you sell 18-inch black mamba vibrators? And he goes, why, yes, we do, madam. And she went... Do you not want to switch the fuckers off? Uh, <laughs> <laughs>